<laughs> I just need us to have more. I kind of miss yeah. how I used to do it, where I'd randomly just start recording, and you every episode would start with you going like, "Are we recording?" Yeah, and you'd be like, oh, "Yeah, man." And so, an honest start, an honest start. <laughs> I know. I just kind of like that more, but you know, like I said to you this week, uh, I wanted to talk to people about why we're why we're rebranded. I guess because now I have to explain to people. Um, Did someone tell you what's going on? Why are you guys a little different? No, no, they're like, oh, your (laughs) podcast is back. And I was like, yeah. And I said, it's not quite the exact same thing. Actually, my buddy Caleb, who he was, I'm living in his parents' basement. Uh, No, different Caleb. And he was the one who was like, uh, he's like, so what what kind of topics are you guys talking about? And I was like, "Mm, well, we kind of changed it up. So I want to kind of let people know that we've decided to kind of go in a different direction, if you haven't okay. noticed yet through two episodes, that we are yeah, kind of yeah. talking more of a focus on business, finance, just money in general. And a big part of the reason why is I have a career in accounting, Tarek has a career in finance, as well as, I mean, you work at a, I guess working at a bank is finance. It is, 100%. Yeah, <laughs> not, and then not even well, like a maybe. I was more thinking the fact that if there's any difference in terminology regarding like you working at the bank and you working as, I don't want to call yeah, you like okay. a stockbroker, but is that kind of what you idea. are? No. no, not at all. That's okay. Uh, See, yeah. I don't even know I mean, what you I do what on this side. I just, I just don't want people to be like, well, what do these guys even do? But anyways, fact is, we've decided to kind of shift gears only because one. We're running out of topics to talk about, but two, I just don't think that we were really as passionate near the end of it about the topics that we were discussing. We were just kind of grasping for things. And then the other part too is it's like, we like talking about money. We like talking business, you know, and, and we're kind of, you know, like finance geeks in a sense. And we hope that you guys would want to listen to us talk about this. Even mm-hmm. though it's not the most, like, it's not a sexy subject. Like, it's not exciting and thrilling um, at all times. But, I mean, I kind of want to make it that if we can. And I want people to be like, wow, I can't believe you can, I don't know, do this with money. I, I, I don't really know where I'm going with that. But more, I guess, the fact is, is, like, I'd really like to open people's eyes about the possibilities of what you can do with business and finance and accounting and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, it's something that we have a little bit of expertise in and can speak with a little bit of knowledge in, you know what I mean? And it's a topic that I think two people either gloss over, you know, sort of say, well, that's not my area of expertise. And I want to say right now, you are likely just as smart as most of the people in finance. It's just like every industry. There's some geniuses, but there's a lot of regular people who just learned that instead of something else. I don't think it's something you can't understand. Um, And I think it's, it's too bad that that's a topic that people sort of think, I just don't know stuff about that or that's just about my area when it's like, no, it affects all of us and there's no reason you can't have a base level knowledge about some interesting things and about some pretty, you know, important but relatively simple stuff if you just take this, uh, take a little bit of time to listen and learn, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that's the thing is, you know, we're hoping just to expand your guys' knowledge as well. And again, we're, we're trying to find relative or 
relevant, you know, subjects that we can kind of discuss that, you know, you might be seeing in the news, you might be seeing on social media um, that affect you on a daily basis. I mean, that's why we're talking about electric cars last week and, you know, the Michael Kors takeover of Versace, stuff like that, because, you know, it's relative news and all our female listeners, I'm sure, know who Michael Kors and Versace is. And I'm sure everyone knows what an electric car is by now, you know, and, you know, everyone owns a car and I'm sure that there's kind of got to be that mentality of, um, you know, considering clean, clean energy and and what that kind of financially looks like. Also, T, I'd like to point out, I got interested in all the Tesla news over this last week, especially with like the Elon making those joke tweets yeah. and how he got his hand oh, slapped no, and well, now he kind of got fired well, by the he, government he, he got <laughs> he's forced to resign from yeah. his spot as the chairman he's still the ceo of tesla yeah i guess and he which is yeah, anyways yeah Sorry, well and the company's paying his 20 million dollar fine well he has to pay 20 million as well oh the company and him both I think so. I think it's a $40 million fine, 20 from Tesla, 20 from Elon. Also, well, oh, okay, fair enough, because I was wondering about that sort of stuff. But anyways, the fact is, you know, there's all this. And so then it got me curious about what a Tesla costs. Yeah, they got a couple of different price points. I was actually looking that up in the used market the other day. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the Model 3s are supposed to be the everyman Tesla. Yeah. Um. But I don't, I don't know how much they cost in Canada. Do you know? Dude, I found a Model X. I think it was a Model X. So hey. that's, uh, that's the next level. Um, that's, not the, that's not like a super fancy one? Uh, no, it's got like the weird DeLorean-looking doors that flip up. Oh, okay. That sounds pretty freaking fancy. It, it is, but it's not the Roadster. The Roadster is the one that Elon tried sending to Mars. Oh, the okay. rocket. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, so... <laughs> With like a uh, mannequin in the front seat or like a skeleton or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so the Roadster's like the top of the line and it looks like a spaceship. But okay. the I believe it was the Tesla, the Model X that I saw in Vancouver. There was one available sort of thing that it was showing. Uh, and it was $170,000 new. Canadian. So yeah, I'm thinking I'm not about to invest in a new one. Yeah. Well, but wild. at the same time, do you really want a used battery? And that's the thing that's tough is that uh, I don't, the shelf life of these batteries, you know, seven, eight years before they really start to deteriorate and then you're paying a good chunk of change to replace them. So we've got some work to do in, in the electric car space, but it is exciting stuff that, yeah. that happens. Yeah, absolutely. But anyways, I thought I'd let you know that so affording clean energy through Tesla is probably not feasible for the majority of people, especially probably just about, I'm going to take a stab in the dark and guess everyone listening to this probably can't afford it. Well, a Model 3 you can get for, I think, probably 50, 60 grand, which is an expensive car, but that's, yeah. you know, you can finance that. Absolutely. Most people could if they wanted. I mean, I don't know. I get a little, that's a bit of a topic is I get a little frustrated because I'm sure that $170,000 car will be heavily subsidized by our sort of green subsidies, you know, like for buying an electric car. In my mind, I'm like, if you're spending over a hundred grand in a car, I sure don't want any tax dollars going towards your life. <laughs> it's true, but you know it's like I mean? trying to encourage people to buy it. I just think I know. 
that price point's got to come down. Like you can't be charging uh, I mean, people $170,000. I mean, that's a um, it's a luxury vehicle, right? It's like a, a Maserati or a fancy yeah. Porsche or something. It's it's competing there. It's just wild that I can spend 170 grand and still get a subsidy from the government. That just is the stupidest thing well, in my mind. I will say the Model X is pretty cool. I actually saw some Instagram photos of none other than the rapper Two Chains in his <laughs> Model X. Cool. And so it's got like a fully glass roof. It's the like the panels inside, you know, where you change your heat and everything, you know, how everything's gone touchscreen. This thing, like the whole middle side is just one yeah, giant touchscreen tablet. That's cool. So it's it's a slick car. It, Elon's it's got, got some it. really nice features to it. Don't get me wrong, but is it worth 170 grand? I'm probably not buying it, but you know, maybe it comes down in price. I mean, if you compare that to all the other 170 thousand dollar cars, I bet it compares well. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I I suppose I never really I thought about it that way. Yeah. You know, two chains, ironically, is a rapper who I think got. Not got really big, because I think he might have been big already, but really enjoyed some success from a song he did for one of the Fast and Furious franchise movies. And now he's driving an electric car, and it makes me think, maybe Fast and Furious 9, or is it 10? Whichever one's coming out next. Number 9, bro. How dare you not know that? (laughs) They should should drive some electric cars and be a little forward-thinking, hey? Dude. Maybe they should drive a Roadster. (laughs) <laughs> How wild would that be if it was all electric cars? Oh, goodness. That's just... It, there's so much of the movie that's spent with them just revving engines. Though. <laughs> I was just going to say, I don't hey, even Elon. know if you can rev an electric motor, but it would sound super lame. <laughs> <laughs> all I can think of is those little cars. You know those cars that you had when you were a kid on those like electric tracks? Yeah, that yeah. That you have a little to... gun in your hand? And, you... <laughs> and they'd rip around, yeah. and yeah, that's all I can think of. Uh... <laughs> Oh, How great would that be, though? Vin Diesel pulls up in like some sweet muscle car looking yeah, vehicle yeah. to the line, goes to rev it, and all it is is just, just electric. <laughs> it just doesn't even make any sense. You That'd know, be an awesome opening scene. <laughs> yeah, it's going electric, baby. <laughs> Gotta save the planet. <laughs> yeah, it could be like an oil shortage. Nobody has. Ooh, and then like. Man, I'm thinking up a great plot here with like an electric magnetic pulse shutting down all the vehicles. But not the electric one? Well, no, the electric ones would get shut down. Right, so you got to go back to the gas. Yeah, you got to go back to gas. Yeah, that's that's terrible. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, anyways. Oh, man. Uh, But, yeah, no, I I think, you know, we just want to have fun talking about money and... Uh, the other part is so here's my thought for today t i want to talk consumerism you knew that i wanted to talk about this word and this is where the inspiration came from matt's first movie moment of our new podcast okay i watched the movie steve jobs last week now yes it's older and by older i mean like at least it's got to be a year or two old by now michael fassbender playing the title character of steve jobs kate winslet plays his assistant seth rogan plays steve wozniak and ah, it would be a good was and Anyways. jeff daniels mr dumb and dumber himself plays i forget that guy's name why can't i remember his name now it's john something john scully that's who anyways kind of takes place over the launch of three different apple products and just 
basically the craziness of Steve, and it's got like this underlying tone of his relationship with his daughter, who at first he didn't actually. He tried to refute the idea that he was the father of her so badly that, like, it's nuts. Anyways, watch the movie. It's really good. Um, but then it got me thinking about the actual Steve Jobs. Okay. Uh, and it got me watching these YouTube videos of when he came and released the iPhone. And it was, like, this super innovative product. And at the same time as I'm watching this movie... I shouldn't say that it was last week. It was a couple weeks ago because on the following Monday, uh, Apple released its newest OS systems for the iPhone and for its Mac computers. And so I update to this new Mac OS called Mojave. Okay. And it doesn't do anything new except dark mode, which really is the stupidest thing on earth. And it can stack all your desktop icons into things called stacks. So it groups all your photos together, groups all your uh, PDFs together, all that kind of stuff. Okay. And I was super disappointed. I just thought, man, you know, these used to be such exciting events. They used to be such innovative and exciting things. And I just think that there are people in this world, a very small handful, that changed the world for the better. You know? You got guys mm-hmm. like, like, is it Henry Ford? I assume it's Henry Ford. He did the, he made mass production so that everybody could afford cars, yeah. Exactly. You know, you got guys like him. You got guys like Alexander Graham Bell, who, with the telephone. Yeah. You know, you got guys like, I don't know, we, we talked about this at one point. What's the, like, been the latest and greatest innovation in... That guy from uh, the war who invented the first computer, Alan Turing. Yeah, exactly. And he actually who even, is like, credited with it. I don't know if he actually they he, consider that a first computer. In but. in the movie, actually, they have like this whole thing about Turing and like give him a huge shout out. Um, but then you got guys like Bill Gates and and Steve Jobs who gave us you know essentially computers in every home and the entire world's information at the you know, in the palm of your hand. Yeah. And I just wonder sometimes with companies like Apple who just debuted their new iPhone, which is just really just a bigger version of their current one that they already have out. Mm -hmm. And I'm more just trying to figure out the idea of, are we just cheap in terms of consumerism that we see something new and shiny and we line up for it immediately? Or is there... Am I going crazy? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think you might be right, Maddie, to a certain extent. I think certainly, frankly, I think Western economies rely heavily on consumerism. If people don't buy stuff, the world sort of comes to an end in terms of economic economic growth. But at the same time, I think uh, that's how we. I'm not. I'm not as cynical as, as I think you're trying to be in that, I think, without that iterative, incremental improvement, we don't eventually get to that better product. Everything can't be just, okay, I'm going to dream up something better and better and better. It's got to be a slow, steady burn. And then once in a while, we'll see the big, actual, revolutionary change or innovation. But otherwise, a lot of times, it's just iterative and slow. And then five years later, all of a sudden, we're somewhere else, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. 
I guess that that's actually a really good point because I was about to bring up things like vehicles and thinking about this idea that you know you have this guy like Henry Ford who helped open this idea of having a, everyone own a car. Yeah. And so now everyone owns a car and then you get a guy like Elon Musk who wants to take it to the next level and go, guys, let's forget about gasoline and let's yep. focus on a renewable energy source that, you know, yeah, you'll still have to pay for electricity. But I think the idea is, one, it's better for the environment. And two, I'm betting that it's probably cheaper for your back pocket in the long run. Or in at a least lot of you ways, would apparently hope so. it is. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean... I just think that I feel like we don't appreciate people like this enough and that we caught up with, you know, these flashy, trendy items just far too often. Yeah, no, I hear you. And that's and that's definitely an issue, I think, in North America in particular, especially, I mean, if you've watched uh, the TV show Mad Men, I haven't, but, you know, things really changed during that, that sort of 60s, 70s era of advertising where... Man, they started building ads, so it's like they play into to known human sort of weakness where all of a sudden you feel like, man, I need to have that thing, otherwise my life isn't going to be as good. And you come up with all these rationalizations as to why you need the latest and greatest. Wow, you know, it's going to make me more productive. And we rationalize our purchase a lot, and I do it all the time. I'm sure, I've got a ton of stuff I don't need the latest and greatest of. I'm going to get a new phone this year that is not going to be that much better than the phone I currently have. I That's exactly have. it. It's not like, it's not changing <laughs> the game mean, in any way. Exactly. And it's like, do I absolutely need one? No. I mean, if I'm being completely honest, it's not going to be a huge improvement, but I'm certainly going to do it. I don't, I don't even have a question in my mind. At some point it will happen, but yeah. I mean, it's, you're right. I wish there was a way that we could, I don't know, have have that improving, ever onward marching innovation without the necessary almost wasteful consumerism in the in between, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> also, side note, kind of tough. Um, you're kind of choppy because I think your wife is running a microwave right now. You can, because she runs that microwave. I get choppy. Yeah, man, you all of a sudden got super choppy, and it just so happened that it happened when she started running that microwave. How did you know she was running a microwave? Because I could overhear the buttons click, and then it turned on. Ah. Yeah, that thing's putting all kinds of waves into our heads and in our bodies, I guess, eh? Jeez. No, it's not. Have you ever heard Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about a microwave? Yeah, I understand that, but this is undeniable evidence that something's coming out of the microwave and affecting the way this conversation <laughs> is going on. <laughs> it's affecting the, mm, I don't know how internet actually works, I won't lie, so maybe, maybe I should. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's in the cloud, the internet. <laughs> it's in the cloud. <laughs> the uh, internet is yeah. uh, in the cloud. See, now all of a sudden you're perfectly good again. What can I say? Yeah, well, yeah, microwave's done. Oh. So wild. <laughs> uh, anyways, dude. so Maddie, are you gonna take any steps to curb your consumerism or what? Are you gonna um, put your money where your mouth is, or not put your money? Where you know, it's know. funny because <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a hypocrite for even bringing up this conversation, simply because uh, last week I went and bought a new pair of running shoes. Did I mm -hmm. need a new pair of running shoes? No, not at all. I just had an expiring gift card and needed to use it up. Oh, my goodness. I thought gift cards weren't supposed to expire anymore. Well, this one I had did expire. 
It expired on September 26th, so I needed to use it quick. And I knew I wanted some new shoes, so I went to the store that I had this for and bought myself some new shoes. Bought some Nike, Steve. Support cap. There you go. You know? That's a, that's a controversial statement. Maybe not so much in Canada, but, you know, in general, I guess. <laughs> Is your wife feeding you? I got a little taste, yeah. <laughs> Oh, dinner's going to be good. <laughs> that was just a teaser trailer. That was just a teaser. <laughs> oh, man. So, I'm a good life over here. <laughs> I, well, I think I'll probably end up curbing my consumerism. Most likely, I don't know, like, especially right now, obviously I'm a student. So with zero cash inflow... I want to stop as much of a cash outflow as possible. Um, but I think even after going back to work and stuff like that, I think it's just about being smarter with my choices. I also came to have a new appreciation of my cell phone, which was I took the case off, and it's an iPhone 7, the Jet Black edition. And it just. Hey, looks, that's what I got. Dude, it looks. No, no, no. You don't have the Jet Black, bro. What do you mean? It's black. But mine. Is like glossy black. Oh, glossy black. Matt's way better. Yeah. So I I took the case off of it and I was like, man, this looks so good that I just could never bring myself to putting it back on. And it was in that moment that I realized I kind of never want to lose this phone because they don't make the jet black ones anymore. And I just like it. Oh. So, so you're not going to upgrade. No, I don't think so. Not not for the foreseeable future. They gotta really knock my socks off. I'm gonna be that consumer, I think, that really demands the most out of my my consumer companies, I guess I'll call them. Uh, there you go. Before I'm gonna start kind of bending to it. Two years old, I guess, roughly the iPhone Seven, right? That's usually what our upgrade cycle is here in Canada. Yeah, that's the other problem too, though. After a while, it's going to get too slow because I'm going to keep trying to update the OS, and the OS won't be able to keep up with, or the phone Your won't be phone. able to keep up with the the OS, and that's how you yeah. get that choppiness and a bad battery, all that sort of stuff that was all revealed in like a huge Apple announcement last year. But you know, eventually I'll have to update, but. I just hope that by the time I get to that point that there will be some neat innovation that's actually worth it. But that's yeah, fair me. enough. So, yeah, man. that's Those are my two cents on, on consumerism. Fair enough, buddy. Fair enough. I um, can't help but think, too. Uh, you know, it's the weirdest thing. I feel like, for some reason, particularly in academic communities, there's this... Um, and this is going to make sense in a bit. There's this push among millennials and younger uh, towards socialism, but not like democratic socialism like we see in Europe, but like crappier communistic type socialism, you know? And I don't get it. I don't get why people... Expand on by an example, please. Well, there's a lot of people who are upset with the consumerism and say, well, it is outrageous because, and there's some big issues like the built-in obsolescence, the built-in failure of our appliances, of our of our products because they want you to buy a new one. They don't build them to last as long as they can. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Saying, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, in, in an effort to say, well, the nature of our economy 
is such that it encourages, you know, built-in, you know, defectiveness or whatever. It encourages people to constantly buy new things, which is wasteful. It's hard on the environment. It's hard on, um, you know, people oftentimes get caught up doing dumb stuff. We need to move to a, a more centrally planned Ah, there's some catchwords. I don't want to describe it in such a way that's just negative. So I get the impetus, you know, sort of like this, but we need to move to, a, you know, more socialistic or communistic. Ah, communist is a bad word, though. They would say socialistic society where it's sort of like <laughs> not based around consumerism and people, you know. I don't know, though. It's just, and that that's terrifying to me. That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> I like new things still, okay? Well, I mean, that, and then it's just like, it's like, right now, the public says, we like this thing, so if you make it, I will buy it. In the other right. system, the government decides. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. like that. Yeah, I don't like that idea either, okay? I need Someone that else just says, mentality. this is what you need. Like, if you look at, for example, car Russian cars throughout the, the <laughs> 70s and 80s, 80s or 60s it's just like the exact same car for like 40 years because it's a car and to be fair it did everything that all our cars could do <laughs> but i'm not a fan of that situation do you know what i mean Absolutely. it's not that uh, it's just different you know and so it's tough because i get the you know greed and and the associated waste and and harm that comes from that is is bad but at the same time that is a significant motivator for us to improve and innovate but that's you know what I mean? <laughs> I think that with this mentality of like socialism or, um, you know, I know you don't want to call it communism, but this mentality of like everyone's staying at a similar. Or what? I, I said, uh, dude, you're getting all choppy on me again. What is your deal? Maybe it's me. Am I choppy at all? Yeah, you are. I'm not doing anything. Brittany's just sitting there chilling. Dude, I blame Brittany still. I you're How long have you guys had internet out in BC? How dare you? A little while, right? <laughs> I, I don't know what the deal is. I really don't. And we're clear. Let's go. We got it. We got okay. it. What were you saying about communism? Well, I'm just not so much communism. I more just mean like this idea of socialism and communism and like this mentality of keeping everyone almost like the same i think ruins this concept of innovation yeah it really does and it takes away the idea of having these breakthrough moments and that's what i think people are so short-sighted in seeing is like oh yeah we should you know like you said with the russian car it's like yeah it's the exact same thing over and over for 40 years or whatever it's like without that with with that kind of mentality and that kind of market you never would get a tesla come out of that that situation you know you, you yeah. don't get free thinkers who are willing to kind of break the mold and we can't sit back in awe and go like wow that that person has changed the way humans at, at least you know that we we live our lives i guess in a sense yeah exactly and i mean for the other side i do think there's certain things government is better at then private companies, we wouldn't have the internet, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't, the United States wouldn't have gone to space um, and continue to do so. And I don't know, it's it's just, um, you know, finding a balance. I would be really interested, though, to talk to someone who is really pro, sort of more socialistic, for that particular reason we described it with the wastefulness and 
centrally planning certain things like that. I, if, if we have a listener who really feels strongly about that and would really like to discuss that, I think we should have them on. That'd be really interesting, I think, to hear. Yeah, so I think we, we kind of agree about it, and that's cool, but it'd be cool to hear from the other side from someone who actually believes in what they're saying. <laughs> totally, yeah, reach out to us. Reach out to us you know, through social media if you know one of us personally. Give yeah, us a it'll call, be in the send link. us a text, whatever it might be. Like, uh, yeah. There's a link in the description to this. Uh, there will be a link in the description to this episode. Yeah, just reach out, reach out on whatever social media you're good with. And yeah, we'd love to sit down and chat with you about what you think in an honest, good faith discussion. We promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, should we hit up some stock talk? Do you have a stock talk moment for us? Do I have a stock talk moment? Oh, yeah. my goodness. Of course I have a stock talk moment. Yes. I'm just full of stock. I just make them up as I go. Dude, even... we, need, we need like one of those little voice things. It's like, stock talk. You know, stock time. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna try to project now. I'll, that? I'll try to make that happen. I'll, I'll make it happen. Some. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you got a couple of things we can talk about this week. The big thing here in North America is uh, our USMCA trade agreement, or as it's now. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, also, it was formerly known as NAFTA. And get sent dropped to the bottom of that. I know. I really felt like that was pretty passive aggressive by the United States to say screw you guys for taking so long and not coming. I don't know what it was, but anyways, we have a trade agreement between Canada, the United States, and Mexico, which I mean, it's kind of on its face, kind of a boring thing, but really, 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 really important. I mean, um, I know right now. Ah, shoot, I have all these ideas in my head of things that I think are interesting, but I'm not convinced that they are. <laughs> yeah, it's also like, I think that if before I got into accounting, if someone was like trying to sell me on our new trade agreement was interesting, mm -hmm. I'd be like, does this affect me directly? No, exactly. okay, don't care. But and, it, and in a way it does. I mean, from Williams Lake especially, I don't know if Softwood Lumber was included in that. Isn't Lumber big in Williams Lake? Uh, throughout the entire province that's full of trees yeah you know it's it's kind of yeah. an important thing it's not that important in the lower mainland is it uh yeah Wherever. it definitely is <laughs> definitely is man there's still like sawmills everywhere dude even down in vancouver in vancouver well not in the actual city of vancouver but the greater vancouver area and whatnot yeah well like how far in the greater vancouver area uh i believe cloverdale um yeah that's fine doesn't matter I would, have to, I would have to probably do some digging, maybe north of North Vancouver, you know, okay. just north of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, fact <laughs> is, don't try and undermine me, all right? You don't know the first thing about the I'm lumber just industry. I'm just saying, I don't know anything about it. And you're right, it's a huge industry in it's BC. Like me saying, but hey, most people, is, does oil most people live in Vancouver and Come don't. On, bro. they don't see real trees. They see fake trees <laughs> that we've just planted there. <laughs> the vast majority of people in BC that live, anyways, on the coast. <laughs> That's um, neither here nor there, though. So you're right. It's it's free trade. It's great for the country. Basically, I guess I'm predicting, and in fact, the market's predicting, we're going to see steady increases to interest rates in Canada now that that uncertainty is out oh. of the way. So if you're a net saver, that means you got money in the bank. Hey, that's great. Your savings rates are going up. If you're a net borrower like me, well, yeah, that means like your cost of anyone who has a mortgage, <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. So, I mean, historically, rates are lower than they've. They're still really, really low, but it's tough when you're on the upswing of rates. And so, this year in October, there's another rate increase that's likely going to happen, and I expect next year there'll be a couple as well, as long as something crazy doesn't happen. But this was a huge part, and there for sure being an increase. So. Quick question for you. 
Yeah. Um, you know, I know that when this went through, all of a sudden I saw all these news articles saying that the dollar was soaring. Yeah. Uh, define soaring, because I feel like they say soaring and it went up like yeah. maybe pennies. Exactly. I, I think it went up maybe not even a percent. But I think, you know, they compare it to how it's been moving in the previous few weeks or months. Right. Hey, media, you wanted to get taken seriously? Quit using the word soaring <laughs> when you're going up less than a percent. Okay? It's, yeah, I shouldn't say. I don't know for sure, but I don't think it was a, a ton by certain actual penny values. But, when I read soaring, yeah. I think we're getting so close to the American dollar that we can taste it. Yeah. Okay? You know, don't that's use another the word topic. soaring. I think if, if we want to talk about media exaggerating, we should probably start in other areas than finance. And... Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but it's real bad at that. <laughs> it's more just like super frustrating just because it's like, okay, I feel like you're you're feeding people a bit of a lie. But anyways, yeah. anything yeah. else? One last thing. I mean, we kind of touched on a little bit with Elon. I think it's interesting to talk about why he got fined that $40 million, 20 for him, 20 for the company, because... Um, it was really just a tweet he sent out that meant he was $40 million negative. And, and this is, thank the world we live in. But he runs a public company, a very big public company, Tesla. And what he tweeted, for those who don't know, was that, hey, lined up a private buyer for Tesla, which he was in negotiations for. But basically, he is absolutely misleading all the shareholders as the, as the head of a company to tweet something that is completely false, that is so significant and altered the price. And then for it not to be true, I'm surprised that's all they, they did to him, right? It's really, um, I mean, and it's one of those things too, where it's kind of like, what if, what if he told a buddy that before he tweeted that and that person <laughs> then bought the stock or traded the stock or what if, I don't know, you know what I mean? He's got a whole bunch of stock himself. So the stock goes down a little bit and he's like, oh shoot, what do I do? Oh, I'll send out this tweet about this good thing that might happen. And then the stock goes back up and then it doesn't, you know what I mean? It's just a very, oh, yeah. yeah, it's a, it seems like something so simple, like a tweet that, you know, whatever, but it's like, that's significant when you run a big billion dollar company like Tesla to send out a tweet that's not true <laughs> just to, you know, get, get the, get the analysts off your back or to get people off your back for a little bit, then you know, $40 million later. Well, I don't <laughs> know if you saw all the other rumors that went out with it, but in his tweet, he said it would be closed at like four hundred and twenty dollars per share. Oh, he even was specific. Yeah, okay, hang on, he should hang be on. Fine whoa, 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 get this, get this. Apparently, the rumor was that his girlfriend, who is this Canadian singer, is a fan of marijuana, and his whole oh. joke in it was that it was four twenty. Is it Car Carly Rae Jepsen? Uh, no, it's some chick, okay. and I can't even take Avril it seriously Lady. with this name. Her name, her stage name is Grimes. Wow. I can't take it. I can't take her seriously. Can't. That's but apparently tough. she's only like 21. So Elon, what the well, heck are the you cradle. doing, man? <laughs> Elon's no, a pretty got, old. Yeah, he's got probably tons in common with a 21-year-old. Yeah, they've totally got so much in common. <laughs> and I'd also like to point out that <laughs> I was listening to Mr. Rogan's podcast the other day. Okay. He noted, or he made comment about Elon smoking that joint on his podcast and how it uh, really got him in trouble. And he's like, "Yeah, man." He's like, "I didn't think that I, I had the power to to drop Tesla as much as it did." But, <laughs> but well, that's what I'm saying. The other point is, dude, 
even though I joked on Friday about how we should have bought Tesla stock, yep. it shot right back up on Monday morning after this whole thing like got squashed. I don't know if you saw that. Yep. But well, the punishment, think... punishment went through. They found out he's still going to be the chairman. And then no, the CEO, stock, you mean, like, yeah. Or the CEO, and the stock like rebounded completely. Yeah, I told you. We could have made a quick Elon, buck. I told you to do that, didn't I? I said, if you believe in Elon, you should buy it. Because I'm so mad. You buy on you buy on the bad news and yeah. Anyways, I didn't know he said a specific price, some joke about his girlfriend, but I mean even if it's a joke, you, you run a big company, you can't. Whether or not that whether or not that that rumor is true about the whole four twenty thing, I thought it was funny. Um, also, yeah, you de- especially a company that big, we're not talking about a small company. Yeah. Yeah, it's just dumb. When I'm surprised his fine was as small as it was. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. He got a slap uh, on the wrist. Really? And it's 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 so good that he's not the chairman. That seems like a real bad plan. I don't think he should be the CEO. I think he should be... Well, maybe the CEO is fine. I don't know. Either yeah, way, but I don't think he, he should be He needs people both. doing the day-to-day. He needs people... Elon's the big idea. He's the guy you talk to about things, but man, he needs to step that back from that. That guy just does that. so much. It's he incredible. needs an operations guy. He needs a money guy. He needs everybody else. he probably does have a money guy. <laughs> Well, I think that's the problem is that executives were leaving Tesla. And so, Dude, you know, it's just a bit of a dumpster fire. He's but. digging he's digging holes under LA to build tunnels. He's everywhere, man. He's that everywhere. guy's a genius. Anyway, shout yeah. out to Elon. Elon I cool. feel like is and- our is our boy. Um before we go, I just quickly want to tell everyone that uh your favorite host of this podcast would just so happen to do a guest spot on another podcast. Oh, okay. So, shout out to our boy Mason Unra, who has he's been a guest of the show, friend of the show. It's true, he is a friend of the show. Um, I went and did his. It's called Ecology and Existentialism. Uh, if you need help spelling the word existentialism, find a dictionary because it took me a while to finally type it out. Uh, anyways. I did an episode where we discussed kind of the idea of um, the environment and business and how they clash and work together and, you know, the the good and the bad. We, we talked a lot about the oil and gas industry, which I'm, I'm really probably not an expert or am. Do you stick up for our industry, Matt? Absolutely, or what? I did. Absolutely, nice. I did. Nice. But I... I guess I'm not probably uh, a strong voice in that area, but I definitely just use it as an example to discuss kind of uh, the the good and the bad within our world, especially, you know, being Canadian, being in Western Canada, especially where we're just so resource rich. Um, it's true. You know, I, I think it's really important for people to consider both sides of it and let's not get so crazy on this like extremism that we society that we apparently live in where you have to be one side to the other and hate the other side that you're not a part of totally um but yeah no so check it out i don't know when it's going to drop i'll definitely make sure to throw it up on all our social media and whatnot and probably mention it again next week um but yeah it was a really good time it was a lot of fun and uh yeah that that's that's my plug ecology and existentialism yeah yeah there you go awesome There you go. All right. Well, that's it for this week. We will catch you guys next week. Talk to you later. Peace out. One, two, three, and to the folks. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Because you know we're about to rip shit up.